0: Thanks for joining us today on the nateholdridge.com podcast. Hey, as you may already know, Pastor Nate, who's the primary voice on this podcast, is also an author of a few books, one of them being Dear New Dad, which is a book, as you may have guessed, for new dads. And you might be wondering, why are we talking about this today? Well, because we think you might be interested in a podcast series about this book, in particularly a while back. Pastor Nate linked up with Pastor Makrasandi, who is the pastor of Refuge Church in Salinas, California, and together they had some really great conversations about the content of this book. So, today we wanted to share with you a full episode from that podcast, and if you like it, you can find the full series of this podcast in your podcast store. Just search Dear New Dad. Again, thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the episode. So excited to dig in to see what God has in store and, and uh, see how God uses this, you know. So we're going to be talking about parenting and specifically yeah. the role of uh, parenting that, that fathers have mm-hmm. and the importance of fathers mm-hmm. and, um, and all of that. So why don't you tell us, first of all, uh, who you are? Yeah, and uh, and a little bit about your family and everything. well, Matt. I would like to begin first by telling everybody who you are. I love
1: sitting down with with you to talk about being a father because I really respect the way that you parent your uh, children and just have watched you grow as a man and as a father. And so, uh, it's just great to sit down uh, with another dad that's like minded mm-hmm. in Christ and talk mm-hmm. about what it means, you know, to be a dad. But yeah, you asked a question, you know, like, wh- why did I write Dear New Dad? And, and uh, what was the thought there, you yeah. know? And, um, you know, the, the original kind of thing was just looking out at the church, seeing a lot of young families, seeing a lot of pregnant women, and, you know, just knowing that uh, uh, I don't have a women's ministry per mm-hmm. se. I speak to women, teach women, encourage women from God's word, but I'm not directly called to go and start a women's Bible study. Maybe yeah. you are. Nope. Nope. Okay, okay. no, nope, Not yet. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, in thinking about them and just loving those children that were to come yeah. and the families that were there, I, I thought, you know, I think I would like to try to do my part in the body of Christ and helping, uh, young men, especially who are coming into that first season in their life of being a father, figure out how, do I uh, do this? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, as I, as I wrote, you know, the, the idea to me is that, uh, uh a male contributes to a pregnancy, mm-hmm. but a father contributes to a legacy. And even as you and I just sat down to begin mm-hmm. today, uh, in prayer, you know, the thing that we were praying for is that in the years to come, there'd be children and grandchildren that we'd be thankful that we sat down to just give a little bit of time, to talking about these kinds of things because
0: hopefully they'll be a help to yeah. men that are out there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they played just such a huge, huge role. Um so when you wrote Dear New Dad, you you were sitting on or standing on a Sunday morning mm-hmm. teaching the church and you see the room filled with with people, but especially pregnant. pregs all kinds of pregos. And not only that, you saw the men beside them just with a look in their eye probably that terrified (laughs) that
1: terrified classic you know like what happened here i don't know what's going on you know and you know how it is it's like the baby is born and there's that classic moment you know where uh, you're there you're at the hospital maybe they give you one night in the hospital maybe they give you two nights uh, in the hospital but eventually that moment comes where they tell you okay everything's great everything's checked out (laughs) Uh, you're healthy enough. The the, the baby's healthy enough. Uh, Mom, Dad, uh, it's time for you to leave. <laughs> yeah. And they put you. And they, they're not they, coming with yeah, you. They wheelchair. <laughs> you know your wife out to the car, and uh, y- you know you're holding the baby. You're trying to figure out how do I get this you know car seat <laughs> in, and you drive away. And there's that terrible moment of realizing. You know, we're on our own here. Yeah, I'm the dad. Yeah. I, I'm a parent, and uh, there is no trained professional <laughs> that is coming home with me to help me figure out how to how to care uh, for this child. It can be a terrifying moment, but I think what we're trying to communicate on one hand is to say this is so exciting. It's yeah. an incredible opportunity yeah. Yeah. Uh, to be a father. You're going to get a chance to influence a lot of people in this world but you will influence no one yeah. like you influence your own children. And so the, to, to see it as an incredible responsibility mm-hmm. and opportunity that God has given to you and, and to realize that, gosh, I mean, the fruit that could come from this role in my yeah. life
0: is, is massive. Oh, totally. And then when you think about just the, 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 the hugeness of that, really how big that is, and then realize that's kind of terrifying. You know, when you think about the responsibility and the imprint that you'll make for a lifetime, it's an extremely terrifying thing. Did you experience something like that oh, with, yeah. with your I mean, three you,
1: girls? You think about your kids, you know, yeah. your two children and Caleb and Anna, and and uh, just how how much of a a uh, impact you're yeah. going to have on their lives for generations. You're, you're impacting them. You're impacting their future marriages. You're impacting their future children. You're mm-hmm. impacting their future churches. You're impacting future people that they will evangelize yeah. to. You're impacting so many people yeah. just by impacting those two kids. And uh, yeah, so I, I definitely <laughs> went through that terrifying moment every single time I brought a kid <laughs> home from from the hospital and uh, you know, just kind of going, man, this is... Uh, this is a huge deal. Yeah. And I don't think it ever kind of gets to the point like, Oh, well, whatever. It's yeah. not, no problem. You know, it's, it's a, it's a heavy responsibility, a big weight.
0: Yeah. And, and, and really humbling as well, you mm-hmm. know, to have this little baby looking at you, uh, and just saying, all right, lead me, provide for me, take yeah. care of me. Yeah. Uh, love me, and not only that to to look at the car full you know you talked about bringing the babies home and look at your car with your wife in the front seat or in the back seat with the baby and thinking, man, the bucks kind of stops with me yeah. you know the the responsibility is on my shoulders which is just a it's just truly a humbling experience you know it's humbling and I think it can
1: be scary yeah uh, for for a man but here's the thing that I think we want these guys to know just the fact that you have taken the time to download a message like this, read uh, a book related to this topic, um, to uh, stream a message, uh, to listen to any Bible study. Uh, The fact that you are searching for material Mm -hmm. on this subject uh, means that you have a leg up on most Mm -hmm. of the universe when it comes uh, to this particular responsibility and subject. I think a lot of men don't even think twice about it, and they just kind of go through the motions, and then before it's too late, they kind of look at life and say, I can't believe... That I missed it. I yeah. missed the window. I yeah. missed the opportunity. And uh, the the beautiful thing about the grace of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. is that if you have a heartbeat, you haven't missed the opportunity. <laughs> totally. There still is a chance, no matter how old your children are. But for you, if if you're taking the opportunity right now to listen in or to to try to learn, uh, you're well on your way, and your children and your uh, wife your relationships they're greatly blessed that you're taking the making yeah. some effort uh, in this direction
0: yeah and we're going to we're going to unpack a lot of these things you know as the as the 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 time goes on but talk about um just you know the the this the importance of hope you know in a time like this talk about how important that is
1: yeah i mean the the message of the gospel of jesus christ which obviously we're we 're grounding and founding our fathering role in ministry upon mm-hmm. the redemptive work of the cross, so what that means for us is that, yes, we were born, fallen, and broken mm-hmm. there was there was a sickness within us mm-hmm. called sin, uh, we inherited it from our great 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 grandfather Adam, and so our heritage is that of uh, sin, and so that means that we were born in Uh, Things like selfishness, Mm -hmm. uh, rebellion, uh, greed, an uh, anti-authority position, uh, a lack of submissiveness. Uh, All of these things are inherent to us. And then on top of receiving that from Adam in general, Mm. so many of us received really bad stuff from our Mm. own fathers or families particularly. And the beautiful thing about Jesus Christ is that... Uh, When you give your life to him and you allow his blood to cleanse you, wash you, and invade you, it doesn't, obviously we understand this, it doesn't mean that magically you're going to just become an amazing man and an amazing father. There is that moment of conversion where you're born again. You become alive now to the things of the Spirit of God. But the hope Mm -hmm. that we can now have is that as I walk with Jesus, as I experience Jesus, as I have a relationship with Jesus, uh, there will be, because of Christ and his redemptive work, the uh, very real change and transformation that is required so that I can rise above Adam and rise above my family situation and become the new tone setter for where things are going totally uh, in the future uh, in my family and th- and there are going to be some men obviously listening to this we hope many listening to this who are in need of really breaking the cycle yeah. maybe that has come before them yeah. and the only way to break that isn't through new habits or anything like that it's you you break it through the blood of mm-hmm. Jesus Christ and and so to have that great hope totally. to have that great hope that hey the, the reason that I could actually become mm a rock star dad, you know, and and just a really solid father is that, is is Jesus? Yeah, you know his interaction with my life, his change, his transformation, his working in me. So that's where the hope comes from. You know yeah. that gospel message, yeah. which I know you agree with. But that gospel message gives us such
0: ingre- incredible hope of totally. what we could become yeah. and, and what could take place in yeah. our lives. Yeah, I mean, I'm a I'm a direct recipient of that gospel message. Mm. You know, my dad. You talked about the cycle and experience that that we have had, and a lot of times how we will either you know learn from that in the positive or the negative. My dad had a, a terrible childhood mm. um, and he could have used every excuse in the world to be a dad to me that his dad was to him but he decided not to do that yeah. and to change the tide and to and and what changed was the gospel mm. and and you know it wasn't tricks it wasn't take two pills tonight and exactly. wake up in the morning it was straight up gospel message so you know and a lot of blood sweat and tears you know totally a lot of work totally. There's,
1: it, it's it's saying okay lord you've got a hold of my life yeah. i have this hope yeah and now i'm gonna move in this direction totally. and I, I've, i'm the recipient of the very same thing mm-hmm. my my grandfather uh you know fortunately he died in christ mm-hmm. but my father's childhood he was anything but in christ mm-hmm. and uh you know a, a drunkard uh, and neglecting his family, uh, abusive and to, uh, see my dad grow up in that kind of environment. And then as a young man receive the Lord, Mm. he didn't do everything perfectly in part because it was hard to find a a model for, for what to be and, and how to, how to do things. And certainly he couldn't look within his own family to find it. But, Uh, I am so thankful that he found Jesus or that Jesus found him uh, because uh, it it greatly impacted uh, my life. uh, Absolutely. So just the hope, you know, the hope, the possibility. And, and, you know, I've talked to a young man uh, recently who uh, his dad was uh, addicted to uh, substance uh, abuse uh, beyond alcohol and, uh, and then introduced that to him and uh he you know as a as a young man was very addicted and then uh, you know began a, a relationship got married uh, has a child little 3-year-old son and is just trying to figure things out but the beautiful thing is that he's given his life to Christ yeah. and so now you're dealing with someone who there's a possibility yeah. there's a possibility now of uh, something beautiful happening yeah. because
0: Jesus entered into the scene yeah so yeah hope that's a great word yeah and and that's you know you and i have talked about the book and and how it's a gospel required book yeah you know that we can't do any of this without the gospel amen you know there's going to be some tricks that you've included (laughs) and some good moral principles but ultimately the 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 trigger to all of this is is the straight up gospel
1: and how many times you know uh this is going to be the thing that we come back to totally in our role as fathers because you won't nail it there's Mm -hmm. one perfect father and he's in heaven on a throne and so um there will be so many times you know where you have to apologize to your children you have to repent before the lord you have to get corrected by the lord but that's the beauty of the of the gospel. I mean, the first word of the, of reception of the gospel is repent. Right. And, and, and sometimes we see that as like a, Oh, that's a horrible word. You know, yeah. I just like I'm busted, you know, head hanging low, but it's a beautiful word because it's a word that's filled with opportunity. Yeah. And if there is no gospel, if there's no blood of Jesus Christ, if there is no cross, then repentance. Oh, it's, it's a, it is that sa- sour, sad kind yeah. of word because there is no hope, but it's, For us one of the ways one of the means that we access god's grace in our lives so yeah the gospel will be required just from the standpoint of you're not going to get this (laughs) you're going to have so many failures and just just when you think you got it nailed God will give you another child that's <laughs> totally different than the one that you had before, and you're going to have to relearn everything. Oh yeah, and 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 realize like, okay, I really need the Lord's help, yeah. or, or your child will grow older and enter into a new season, and you'll need God's grace and, and that hope of the cross
0: to be able to get you through. Yeah, and we and and we also want uh, our listeners to know that as pastors, um, and and personally, we have we have looked in the mirror on this issue. You know, we have, we have heard the messages preached, you know, you know, as you prepare weekly for a message, you're, you're giving out, you know, maybe 20 or 30% of what the Lord has put into you and just Mm -hmm. sort of smacked you upside the head with. So as we talk about this subject of, of fatherhood and parenting and leadership and all these things, we've, we've looked in the mirror. Yeah,
1: I mean, one of the requirements for pastors, according to Paul, in his words to Timothy and also to Titus, is that pastors must know how to manage, he must manage his own household well, with all dignity, keeping his children Uh, submissive, for if someone does not know how to manage his own household, how will he care for God's church? Mm -hmm. It's 1 Timothy 3, verse 4 uh, and 5. And so one of the main requirements for even being in pastoral ministry is that you would know how to lead your family well, that you know how to manage your own household well. It doesn't mean you're going to have perfect children. It doesn't mean that you're going to do it perfectly at all times. But in general, the flow of your life is that you are leading well there. You're managing well there. You know how to set the right tone there, create the right atmosphere Mm -hmm. there, uh, give good correction and words and leadership. And so, you know, for us in considering that it's helped us understand, whoa, we, we better totally pay attention to that part of our lives. And apparently if things are unhealthy there, then they're going to influence Uh, the way that we lead, how we speak to people, Mm -hmm. uh, how we interact with the body of Mm -hmm. Christ as pastors if we're not pastoring our own homes well. But the thing that I think about those, you know, requirements for pastors there in in, uh, first Timothy and also in Titus is that what Paul is holding out is here's an exemplary man. Mm. And uh, perhaps he has a pastoral call upon his life, but it's not as if Paul is saying, you know, this is something that pastors should shoot for, but everybody else just let it be crazy (laughs) ruckus up in your house. It's fine. No, he's saying these are exemplary men. These are the kind of men whose faith you should uh, follow. And so what that helps us understand, and is that that's a great template for for really what we want to be uh, as men in general, whether God calls us to the pastorate or not. The thing that I would love is to to be the kind of man that's able to manage my own household yeah. well. But yeah, we've you know uh, definitely in our own lives attempted as 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 I don't know if I could say as much as possible, you know, but but we've made the attempt that uh, this would be the practice uh, of our own lives. And and yeah, our own imperfections are um, definitely staring us back in the mirror. And I think that's where a lot of grace comes from, because you understand uh, that uh, this is a process that someone is on. And uh, the second that you think you've become the perfect father uh, is the second that either pride and arrogance... Uh, fills your heart and you just become a, a, a real unpleasant person to be around or reality is going to snap you right in the face yeah. and, and you'll become broken and humbled uh, once again. So yeah, yeah we, we we get it. And I, and I think w- one of the things that we're trying to say simply is, uh, listen, we, we've got God's Word. As a couple of pastors, we'd like to sit down and try to attempt to apply God's Word to um, human lives yeah. and to help people. Yeah. Uh, we'll probably have a little bit of a blend here as we talk about these different issues of the expressly communicated word mm-hmm. of God, number one, which is of prime importance. Yeah. But then number two, we'll probably have some applications of God's word and God's truth that, uh, may be helpful to someone, uh, or may not be the application that they need right. in their lives and they're going to need to really seek the Lord and have the Holy Spirit help them, you know, in their situation. So for us more holding out examples and illustrations and things like that. I don't think that what we're saying at all times is this is the exact way in which you yeah. should do it. It's probably more for us of a this is how we've done it please don't create a law from it yeah uh cling to god's word exactly and apply that into your situation exactly uh, however uh, is appropriate like for instance i've seen a lot of families and a lot of fathers discipline their children in a lot of different ways Mm -hmm. and uh there you know obviously there are things to watch out for you don't want to be extreme you don't want to be uh angry mm-hmm. you don't want to be violent you don't want to be brutal you don't want to be too soft you know things mm-hmm. like that you don't want to be a pushover however there are seems to be a lot of different ways to to mm-hmm. discipline your children mm-hmm. the main biblical thing is that we are to discipline right. our children yeah but too often uh i think believers get into this like so therefore what that means is and here's the 29 step process yeah. on exactly yeah. how to discipline every single child and I don't think that we might give some illustrations of how we've done it in sure. our lives, but I don't think that we're to come away trying to create a new law for people yeah. uh, to
0: follow. Yeah, that's so important, man. So as we wrap this one up, Nate, what would be your prayer or your your encouragement uh, for the listener? I think my thing is just get after it. Mm. You
1: know, there there is an opportunity in front of you. These kids... Uh, whether they're born already or yet future to you, they are looking to you. There's an opportunity and to, to, to get after it, to get busy in this process of, of being the father that God has called you uh, to be. And I think a lot of men sit back in insecurity. Mm-hmm. They don't feel uh, able for the task. Who am I to lead in that kind of way? Be done with that kind of thinking. Realize that you're the father. No one else can play that role. And and to to pursue uh, aggressively the call of God upon your life and to really just go for it. And and so I I, I would encourage you. Tune in to all these teachings. Take notes. Think about things. uh, Read. Prepare. Pray. but, But really... Begin taking those steps and just going for it as a dad. Yeah. And just allow the
0: Holy Spirit to help you. <laughs> Straight up. You know? the, the Holy Spirit is our helper. Amen. And we need that help. So you, you you put a verse down that I want to read as sort of the last thing. Ephesians 3.20. Excellent. He who is able to do far more abundantly than all we ask or think according to the power at work within us. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening to the Dear New Dad podcast. A conversation between lead pastor Nate Holdridge and assistant pastor Matt Gersandi of Calvary Monterey.